Welcome, one and all, to the mystical world of Felbar. Adventures abound throughout this realm, and we appreciate the opportunity to regale you with some stories from these trails. These accounts are all based on actual RPG experiences that occurred within Adventures in Felbar. Some of these tales may be for mature audiences, while others may be for very immature audiences. We now present the sage Mikas Tumo from Tamel, also known as the Bard of Felbar. Welcome to Session Fartook-130. The previous episode found Fargus and Sister Elaine preparing to assassinate Commander Rausch as he stood on stage next to Zamora the Enchantress and Pol Depot, leader of the Syndicate. The courtyard was filled with guards and people watching the spectacle unfold, and the pair knew it would be a suicide mission. As they advanced, they were spotted by a perceptive guard as just as they got within range. The ranger's crossbow shot was just a bit off, but Sister Elaine's hold person caught the enchantress off guard. Fargus was knocked to the ground, and the cleric lost her focus on the spell, and both were quickly subdued and disarmed by guards. They rebuked the new order, and Sister Elaine cast a daylight spell, causing a bright ball to magically appear over the area and temporarily blinded everyone except Sister Elaine and Fargus. We rejoin the action as the pair make their final stand. The blinding illumination caused by the daylight spell caught everyone but the adventurers off guard, and they acted immediately. Fargus smashed his tormentor in the groin, and a loud crack was heard as the guard fell to his knees. The ranger recovered his blade and flipped the cleric's mace to her. She caught the weapon, but was struck by fiery magic missiles from the fingertips of the angry Zamora. Sister Elaine's knees buckled and she cracked a guard closer to her in the right knee, causing him to buckle and fall to the ground. A loud thunderous noise was heard as a plethora of empty ale barrels cascaded down the angled street behind the stage. The oaken casks bounced into the large guard section, knocking many to the ground and sending splinters everywhere. Running down the street behind the barrels, sober bar patrons had stretched netting across the roadway and were attempting to snag as many guards as they could. The courtyard turned into a cacophony of chaos as some guards fed up with the regime, stripped off their tabards, and turned on their former co-workers. A ring of guards encircled Pol Depot, attempting to shield him from further attacks, and Zamora ran around on stage attempting to get another clean shot on Sister Elaine. Commander Rausch looked around in every direction and observed that chaos had taken over his shining moment. Cape Silvertongue and Lady Irena rounded the corner and found themselves at the edge of madness. Fighting had broken out in the city square and everyone is engaged in some form or fashion. Splintered kegs dotted the section behind the stage where the pair spotted a woman who had trapped him in a crystal ball months before stood. Next to her was the captain of the watch that had attempted to imprison them as well. A swarm of personal guards surrounded an older man at the edge of the elevated platform. The former prisoners, led by Tonia, poured into the opening, adding to the chaos already present. The High Bishop and Dingus Overmeyer paused and leaned against a building, noted that they were not as young as they once were. The confusion of the fight was beginning to overtake the adventurers, but spotted Zamora flinging spells below. 
As the bodies moved and fell, they spotted their two associates still alive and right in the fight. The bard and mage charged forward, dodging prisoners, fighting guards and commoners, slugging it out with those who had bullied them. As the fight thickened, the pair became separated but continued towards their comrades. Inching closer and pushing their way through the crowd, Cabe had to slice his way through a pair of guards that had spotted him in the stolen tunic. Lady Irena watched in horror as Sister Elaine took several magic missiles from Zamora and it appeared that several more were being called upon. With magic in her mind, the elven woman let loose several of her own magic missiles, striking the Dark Enchantress and ruining the coup de gras that she had prepared for the cleric. Cabe smacked one guard in the face with the pommel of his short sword while slicing through another as he slowly progressed to his friends. After her volley of magic was sent off, the fighters moved away from Lady Irena, leaving her with a clean vantage point of the stage. She observed Roush leap from the stage and head towards the injured cleric, but she also witnessed Paul Depot call for his people to fire on the crowd. Each bodyguard stood in front of the syndicate leader and began to pepper the crowd with bolts from their hand crossbows. People fell left and right, and it appeared the missile groupings were moving towards Cabe, Vargas, and the injured sister Elaine. Thinking quickly, she fumbled for the hidden scroll that she had and opened it. Standing in the open allowed Zamora to see her attacker clearly and notice she was reading from a scroll. You bitch, screamed the woman, just as a lightning bolt leapt from the scroll and struck the stage, causing it to tip violently and sent the bodyguards, pulled a pot, and Zamora down onto the cobblestone plaza. Several cohorts of guards had organized themselves and began to cut through the escaped prisoners and general populace. The tide began to turn back towards the power of the syndicate, and an angry Ober-Rausch emerged from the crowd. His blade over his head, he took a mighty swing at the fallen sister Elaine. With the sword slicing through the air, a mighty yell was heard, and Fargus Stoutheart dove for the injured woman. The blade struck Fargus in his outstretched left hand, lopping off his hand and causing the ranger to go in shock immediately as he landed at the feet of Sister Elaine. Horror crossed her face, and she sent a bolt of holy, holy energy into the commander, knocking him backwards. The wounded man staggered into a cohort of his men, who propped him up. Cabe Silvertongue finished stabbing another guard and stepped over between the cohort of villains and his two downed friends. Whipping his blades in circles, he yelled out to the advancing group, Not while I have breath in my lungs. The blast of lightning had knocked the mage on her back and onto her buttocks, and she quickly got up. Smoke rolled out of the area, and she grinned widely. She had managed to save the crowd from being mowed down. Her happiness was short-lived, however, as she looked up and saw Zamora with a hand crossbow. A bolt sprang from the weapon and headed right for the elven woman when a blurry figure jumped in front of her. Henrik had appeared out of nowhere and took the missile directly into his spine. A gasp escaped his lips and he fell onto the cobblestones. Anger welled up in Lady Irena as well as Zamora seeing that her attack had been foiled. The Enchantress tossed the weapon aside and pulled out a dagger, advancing on the mage. With revenge clearly on her mind, Lady Irena did the same. The chaotic fighting encircled the pair as they wiped blood from their faces. 
It ends here, witch, snarled Lady Irena. We close out this episode now and give you our thanks for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Bards Podcast. For everyone in Adventures of Philbar, thanks for listening.